Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Cake Watch podcast. My name is Steve Bullock. I'm an ex-negotiator for the UK in the EU and I'm with my colleague Chris Kendall. I'm an actual negotiator in the EU, um, an EU official um, working for the European Union, um, but I'm here podcasting in a strictly personal capacity, especially tonight. Uh, and tonight we're going to take a break from our normal format uh, because we have only one message uh, to give you tonight. It's the message that we've been banging on for the last two weeks. It's the only message, it's the only thing to talk about at the moment. Um, the day after this podcast drops, we'll be going to the polls, we'll have a general election. It's not an exaggeration to say that it's probably the most important one in my lifetime, and I'm old. <laughs> so the message is... The only route to stopping Brexit is to stop a Tory majority... And the only way to stop a Tory majority is to vote tactically in the election, not tribally. Yeah, that's basically it. That's it. That's all there is. Go out, vote tactically. Do whatever you need to do to keep Johnson out. Absolutely. There's no prize for second place. No. Your party, your opposition party, your non-Tory party, coming second to the Tories instead of third or fourth, makes absolutely fuck all difference. It's of no interest to anyone frankly, and it's certainly not a victory. Uh, it's it, either a Johnson seat in Parliament, voting for him, voting for his deal, voting to leave Brexit, to leave the EU, voting for Brexit, or you're not, in which case you're representing the Labour Party, the SNP, the Lib Dems, whoever you might be representing, you're voting against Boris Johnson, you're voting for a referendum, you're voting for the chance to stop this. Yep. All of those parties will support a referendum. Um, it's still winnable. A, we could still do this. We could still stop Brexit. We can absolutely still do this. And don't be under any illusion about what the consequences of a Tory majority are. It's not just Brexit. In fact, Brexit won't even nearly be the worst of it. Uh, we're at a turning point here in in the history of, of the UK. And... A Tory majority now would mean the victory of the populist project. It would mean open season on minorities and disadvantaged, confirmation and encouragement to the far-right racists and xenophobes that they were the winners all along, that they were right, that that is what the country is going to be in the future. It's a, a Johnson majority is going to be taken by him and his party as an absolute mandate to do what they want. Even as a minority government under Theresa May, they acted as if they had the largest majority in history. Give this man a majority, give this party a majority, they are going to take it as an absolute mandate to rebuild society in exactly the way they see fit. And we know what they think because they've had think tanks, they've had um, lectures, they've had articles writing about what they would do for the last 10 years. We know what they would do. It's horrific. It's not hidden. They're not hiding. They're not hiding what they want or what they would do, eh? No. 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 A Tory majority also opens the door to a bonfire of rights. Without the checks of EU membership 
and make no mistake, if there's a Tory majority, uh, the UK will leave the EU on the 31st of, of January. Uh, mm. There's absolutely no doubt whatsoever about that. And without the constraints of, of the EU and without the constraints of, uh, of not having a majority, we know that in the UK, it's effect- if you have a decent majority, you effectively have an elective dictatorship. So it opens the door to a bonfire of rights. We know the policy will be driven by lowest common denominator appeals to prejudice. That's all they've got. That's all they've got. That's all they're working on in the, in the campaign. We know that they want to neuter independent institutions. We know that they want to loosen constitutional checks on power. This is what a Tory majority will mean. We know what's happening in our politics. We know the direction that it's been taking. We know that Johnson is an unashamed liar. His entire career has been built on telling lies. It's the one thing that everybody says about him. His boss is from the right, whoever... They've always said, this man is a liar. He's a liar. Uh, if, if he wins this, it is going to be taken as acceptance that that is the change in British politics, that this is the way British politics, politics is going to be from here on in. Opposition to truth, opposition to honesty, opposition to probity in, in public office. The new norm in public life is going to be dishonesty, manipulation, uh, simplistic populist politics. And there's no, there's no reason for assuming that we will beat that in the long run. It's not just about five years. We're talking about a system change in the way in which we do politics yep. in the UK. There's no reason to think that that will change. There's plenty of countries and plenty of societies in history where you look at these tipping points, they don't, they don't just shift back. And it would be taking the worst foreign secretary we've possibly ever had and putting him in charge of the foreign secretary putting him senior to the foreign secretary it'll leave uk foreign policy right on the brink of unilateralism um it threatens the depth and stability of the western alliance we know that brexit undermines security in the uk but also in the eu a lack of cooperation a lack of uh, participation in the systems weakens security across the continent not just for the uk they want to turn development policy into a trade mission and any reputation, any vestige of reputation that the UK has left three, three and a, however long into this appalling shit show will just, just, be, just be annihilated. These last three years, we've seen the way in which our country has become polarised. We've seen the way in which these divisions have been planted and then exploited and then made deeper and made... Um, it, it, it's been such a depressing exercise in watching a country tear itself apart. Voting for this voting for this guy is not going to bring the country back together. It is going to do the opposite. It is going to take those divisions and make them impassable, unbridgeable. We're going to put the people in charge who call EU migrants. Uh, what, what, did, what did he say this week? That they're, they're, that they're, uh, they're taking, they're acting as if it's their own country. Uh, yeah. For too long they've been acting as if it's their own country. The country that my mum's lived in for 60 years, where she paid taxes, where she buried her husband, where she raised children, where she has grandchildren, where... They're saying that she's acting as if it's her country. It is her country. 
It is her country. Who, if it's not her country, who the fuck, who the fuck owns the country? Who the fuck belongs in this country if it's not her? Huh? So mm. you, know, you give this man power, he is going to use every trick in the book to turn people's anger against people like my mother, against minorities, against the disabled, against the poor, against all of these people who can't kick back because... Make no doubt, make no mistake, there is going to be severe pain from this Brexit and from the other policies that are being introduced. You think the 80s were bad under Thatcher. It's going to be a cakewalk in comparison. So people are going to hurt. And when people hurt, who get blamed? It's going to be the people that he has been already engaged in, in, in directing hatred towards. For, for the last 30 years of his career, that's what he's been doing. We'll get used to more of it. Yeah. And you might not think you're in one of those groups, <laughs> but if it becomes politically expedient uh, for whichever group you are, you are a member of to be attacked, they will be attacked. Look, this, this isn't a political disagreement about which policies are best. This isn't a disagreement about whether it's better to have light-touch regulation or heavy-touch regulation. This isn't a disagreement about whether funds should go to one area of government spending or another area of government spending. This is a tipping point. This is a fight that will define the next few, what the next few decades look like and what the UK and its society and its politics and its place in the world becomes. If you're consoling yourself thinking, it's okay, he... he ah. At heart, he's a one-nation Tory. He's not really that radical. He's just doing. He's just riding on radicalism to get to power. But deep down, he's he's a cuddly. He's, he's reasonably cuddly. Uh, if you think that okay, Brexit, we'll you know we'll take Brexit. We'll implement the referendum result, and then we can rejoin, you know, or or some other way in which we're going to mitigate this. Forget it. We're not just going to rejoin the European Union after this. There is no easy path to mitigating this if he gets a majority. A Johnson majority means they get to do pretty much whatever they want. It's already in their manifesto that they want to review election campaign rules. They want to review the role of the House of Lords. They want to rev review the role of the judiciary. They're going to take every democratic institution, every democratic safeguard that we've got and bend it, break it, so that they get to do what they want more easily with less opposition. Look at the way he hasn't turned up to questioning. Look at the way he simply ignores things that he doesn't like. And if you think, if he's like that now, imagine what he's going to be with a five-year majority. Just imagine so, this is our last chance. We have to stop this now. It is our last chance. Nobody is coming to save us. They aren't adults watching from outside the playpen ready to intervene if things do get too far and people start getting hurt. This is it. This is our last chance. It's in the hands of voters to stop it. And you have to. You have to go out there and you have to stop it. And you have to stop Tory candidates winning. It's as simple as that. It is in our hands. I mean, this is the thing about our democracy. As incredibly flawed as it is, it's such an unfair system. But, you know, there are those people listening to this who will be voting 
in key constituencies where if everybody goes in the same direction who doesn't want to see Johnson in government, if you all go in the same direction, if you follow the tactical voting sites, if you follow that advice, if we do this together, we can still deprive them of a majority. We can still do it. We've got to do it. We have to do it. And if you've been one of the millions of people who've been saying, I would do anything to stop this, I'd do anything to stop Brexit, I'd do anything to avert the the, the awful, awful stuff that, that, that we can see coming right at us, but then you won't vote for a different party to usual to stop a Tory candidate, then then you... you it turns out you wouldn't. It turns out you wouldn't. You wouldn't do anything, and that's and this is a one-off. This is a one-off thing. This is a tipping point in history. The usual rules don't apply. There's only one rule, and that is to stop a Tory majority, or we're fucked. It's up to you. It's up to every voter to do what they think is right. If you can't bring yourself to vote tactically, that is your choice. But you need to live with the consequences of that. And you need to be under no illusion that there is no other option there isn't a magical third option uh this is th- those are the those are the options facing us that's it that's all i've got to say so steve i guess we'll see each other on the flip side huh yeah good luck everyone and yeah we'll see you on the flip side good night and good luck good night and good luck